welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. And I must admit, I have a confession. I've actually been putting off this episode recording for a while now, because I want to give you some sort of motivation if you're on your healing journey, if you're feeling stuck right now, this might be one that you come back to so you can save it in your episodes and on things like Spotify there's a place so you can save it or just save the link but I want to make sure that I say the right things but I I trust and I just thought I'll get it over and done with I don't want to procrastinate any longer I trust that what I do say will land with you and just know that there's so many other things and so much motivation I can give you but I want to I made some notes just so I have some guidance and I do say what I want to say but I probably will go on some sort of tangent because I have so much to say because I have been there personally in the depths of despair, really struggling with my health. And I think this episode will also kind of reflect my coaching style in that it's going to be supportive and empathetic and just know that I totally know where you're at because I've been there myself. But I'm also willing to give my clients and you guys a kick up the bum and some motivation if needed. So just to recap my story, if you're brand new, and maybe you've been sent this episode from a loved one, and you're not sure where I've come from when I say that I've been there, because it's true. So I um, didn't didn't really have like major health issues as a child. I had the odd thing here and there, now that I look back, but everything really kicked off when I was 18. I went through um, around 17, 18, a period of over-exercising, trying to diet, lose weight. Um, there was nothing wrong with my physical body to begin with. Um, but I'd gone from doing a lot of sports and being quite active at school to then being at college and working part-time and just sitting on my bum and still eating the same amount of food. So I might have put on a little bit more body fat, but I was also influenced by the media and um, magazines and all of that, like a lot of people are. And that led me to over-exercising, under-eating, lost my period, my skin started breaking out, I started losing my hair, so much was going on. And to me, that was like a huge deal because before that, I had no issues with my skin. I had the thickest, most luscious hair ever. And then I went on the pill, stayed on that for a couple of years, was doing okay at that point. I'd stopped being so strict with my diet to try and lose weight because I realized that health is the most important thing and I could look the part but if I felt like I was dying inside then it wasn't really worth it 
So then I had a trip to America when I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. So I did the Camp America um, experience where I went working at a summer camp. And during that time, I was still really over-exercising, but it was part of the job description. Long days, intense summer heat, really terrible food, as you can imagine, in the US for a kid's camp. Um, I was on the pill at that point to try and regulate my hormones, not knowing all of the downsides of that. And then during that trip, I had um, food poisoning experiences, um, also contracted Lyme disease, either from the camp or the um, trip to New York afterwards. In the city, I was bitten by a mosquito, but I also think I could have picked it up in camp just because I was in a prime area for ticks and therefore Lyme disease, but nobody warned me. So then when I got home, a lot of health issues um, kind of came to the surface. And I also think it's because I was unknowingly living in a mouldy house that whole time. So from the age of four, it was a really old house built in the 1890s, a Victorian terraced house in the northwest of England where it's dark and dreary and damp pretty much all the time. Um, But we did have a water leak under the, the crawl space of the house around that time as well. So I'd been away from summer and I think my body was actually trying to detox some of the mold because I was out in fresh air a lot. Um, But then when I got home, combined with everything else and just the deficiencies, the hormonal contraception, I think when I got home and then was re-exposed to that after nine weeks, my immune system went crazy and then everything hit the fan, so to speak, and I felt terrible. So I was seeking what to do and this really started my health journey and that feeling of I'll do anything I'm desperate and I knew all along that I would heal and I'd figure it out and I think that's got me to where I am today being on the other side of that but there has definitely been days where I'm like why me victim mode especially at the age that I was being in my early 20s um throughout the whole of my my um, health journey late teens as well that's like a prime time at least that's what I thought I thought I was missing out on so much going to uni um going on dates meeting new friends going traveling but now I know that that was just a like social construct and that's not really like how it has to go you can make any time of your life the prime if you just change your mindset around it and actually going through that for me has put me on my path Not that you have to do the exact same thing, but it just goes to show that in the moment you're questioning everything. And this is going to be a big theme of the episode today. But on the other side, I am so grateful for what I went through because it's made me who I am today. I'm healthier than ever, happier than ever, ever. I'm such a much more empathetic person. And yeah, I'm I'm helping others now and spreading the word. So from that journey, when I came home, I then really um, regressed in terms of my symptoms and things got a whole lot worse for the years following. Um, So I would have been like age 20 then. So from about 20 to 25 or six, when I eventually moved out of the home and really allowed my body to detox from the mold, because that became like a huge thing that I just couldn't heal because of that. But I went through other periods of restrictive eating but at that point it's because I literally couldn't tolerate any food I would react to everything I would be bloated off water I would get hives and rashes and itchy skin I'd feel dizzy after eating certain things so I I was down to about 10 foods at one point and a lot of it I blocked out of my mind I think just because I was depressed Um, there's been times that it's been more 
um, more obvious than others. But the whole time, like, I wasn't happy because I had no friends. Um, they would invite me out, but I didn't want to, and I, or I couldn't really go out anyway because I, I wasn't drinking because that made my symptoms a million times worse. I couldn't go out to eat with them. Or, well, I could have, but I chose not to because I wanted to control my diet as much as I could. And if you can relate to this, like sometimes actually just going out to eat can actually be better for you, even though the ingredients may be not perfect. Actually, the act of going out there and spending time with a community and your friends and having a bit of fun can actually benefit your health rather than sitting at home and cooking your meals and feeling stressed either way so when I say I've been there like that (laughs) that's what I went through and it was yeah another good few years before I finally figured it out and moving in June 2020 is when everything really started to improve and then it's been another almost three years now from that point and I can honestly say like I am free of 95% of my symptoms and it was a whole laundry list of them brain fog chronic cystic acne rashes dandruff bloating ibs uh, missing periods when i finally came off the pill they went missing for two years um, because my body was just so infertile not ovulating i had pcos um, hirsutism her growth on the face body her loss of my head um fatigue just exhaustion multiple food sensitivities I could go on, but I'm not going to bore you. I've got other episodes on that. And yeah, there's been times where I've been really struggling. Um, My mum has tried to be that person to motivate me, but I really didn't get much help otherwise Um, from the doctors, especially the conventional medical system. They were really just dismissive, um, trying to put me back on medication or other things. Uh, They did refer me once to hypnotherapy for digestive stuff but I'd already started healing at that point because the wait list was over a year so I got on on it anyway but in the meantime I'd been doing the work and my own research and I I spent all days all nights all weekends all of my free time researching to try and figure it out on my own because I knew those answers out there we have so many resources at our fingertips these days It's, it's such a blessing and I really want you to take advantage of that But there's also a downside to that because there's just so much information and it can get really overwhelming. So I have a few points that I really want to make in this episode, but the overall theme is to not give up. This is the only, giving up is the only guaranteed way that you're going to fail and not get healthy. I believe the body can pretty much heal from anything given the right circumstances, the right environment, the right tools, the right support. And again, in the moment, you're not going to, you might want to hit me in the face or leave me a bad review after hearing this, but everything will be happening for a reason, for your greater good, happening for you, not to you, and happening on the exact right timeline that it should be. And you you probably won't understand that now, and you might not ever fully understand why it happened, but you just need to be patient, positive, consistent. That was a a mantra screensaver that I had on my phone, be positive, be patient, be persistent on my phone for years and years. And I just really love that. And that's a, a, a tip just to have on your screensaver, a nice motivational quote, and just surround yourself with positive stories and positive podcasts, episodes like this, 
and and not being in the negative Facebook groups or around the friends who are constantly making you feel worse um, and watching things or reading things that are just like negative stories that are people people are just not getting any answers because yeah the Facebook groups there's some benefits to them but overall it's usually a lot of people just moaning and they're in victim mentality and they're not actually making the shifts that they need to so I don't want that to be you either and I want you to have faith in the process and if you keep that whether that is through your religion your mindset um having these they're called expanders and this this inspiration and I hope to be that in some ways too as well just knowing that it is possible to heal but only if you keep going and you don't give up it's kind of similar to what they say in business that it's the people who are really successful and have the amazing companies and make the millions they just don't give up that that's the secret at the end of the day so in terms of keeping your mindset in check and keeping those positive vibes high as difficult as it is and as testing as some days are you can't let them throw you off track you have to keep strong and it's going to be the biggest mental test you'll probably ever have to go through and it definitely was the hardest thing I won't say hardest the most challenging I want to reframe the language again but the the healing journey isn't linear it's not a straight line I don't know if you've ever seen that meme or that graphic that goes around on social media and it's like what we expect the healing journey to look like and it's just this straight line upwards and everything's great but that's not how it goes and I want you to go into it with that mindset um that there's going to be ups and downs some days you're going to feel like you're taking two steps forward three steps back but if you just have that belief in yourself and again surround yourself with the people who do that and what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you're, what you're reading, who you're spending time with is all really important because you're a, you're an average of that. And even with your research, if you're constantly researching your symptoms and reading blog posts, it's, it's good that people share that. And I, people still find me from a blog that I had years and years ago in the middle of my health issues. And they find that beneficial but they, a lot of them don't see where I'm at now. So they just think I'm still out there really struggling, really sick because I never like summarized exactly what I did because it's hard to because um, I've had info going out in so many different places over the years. But I really got into the law of attraction, manifestation on my journey. So that's basically um, the belief. So taking your thoughts and putting them into physical form. So for me, that was visualizing myself healthy. And I always had this vision of me on a beach for some reason. I was drinking um, a nice drink, like a juice or a smoothie or something. I had my hair all plaited. Um, I don't know why this came into mind, but I just ran with it. So I just visualized how I wanted to, to be because I've gone from both extremes, really underweight, really overweight. And now I found like my healthy normal so I pictured myself having the clear skin the the body that I wanted to have um the hair that's growing back the the muscle definition all whatever you want to have and that's fine to have a physical goal as well and usually that comes last once the insides are doing better just as a heads up but it's also important to feel how you want to be feeling in that moment as well so when I was on that beach I was feeling excited I was feeling just 
yeah, happy about life again. I was feeling abundant. I was feeling just so positive and like everything had worked out and just really calm and peaceful and not like my whole life was centered around my health like it had been for so long my conversations were all about health and even with work I went through a period you probably didn't notice it but um because with clients they're my number one priority so I never let my um my thoughts or personal stuff affect my sessions or anything but there was a time that I I didn't really want to talk about nutrition and health anymore when I was finally getting better I was so sick of talking about diet and even some friends that I had every conversation if I had met them in like the nutrition world it just felt like every conversation was about health and supplements or did you watch this webinar or did you see this research and it just became really boring to me I've since re-sparked that passion again because I think I just needed a bit of time off after like 10 years of research but yeah sometimes you just need a little bit of a break and that allows you to tap more into your intuition as well which is another really important part of healing and something that I wish I did sooner was listen to that a little bit more and I have had sessions with practitioners I've never worked really closely with someone um, and it was me at the end of the day who put the plan of action together, the protocol, whatever you want to call it, that ultimately helped. But I have had the obsession here and there with certain people and have taken positives away. So this could also be something that you're experiencing. Maybe you feel burnt by a, a certain practitioner or you invested all of this money but didn't really get anything out of it just because you were in this um, feeling of desperation in the moment. You just like, take my credit card, like I'll, I'll do anything and investing in yourself is important but you also have to like listen to your intuition and check in is this actually what I want to do or do I just feel really desperate and I'm just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks so in terms of mindset knowing that there's going to be down days as I said is important and I also want you to focus on what is going right in your experiences and your learning so I'm positive and I can guarantee that out of those maybe negative experience that you've had or um, consultations that you've had with people there's at least something that you can take from that that's worked well and been positive even if it's something that you went down the wrong track on you you started investigating one particular test or one particular hormone imbalance and it wasn't the right thing or you felt worse after something at least you know that now so you can make a note of that somewhere in your phone or a journal and at least you can cross something off the list so even a negative can be a positive and it can help to narrow in and redirect you on what is actually working and yeah you want to focus on the positive so every day instead of waking up and thinking what's wrong or what do I have to do or oh my god I'm still sick and have these symptoms Focus on gratitude and what are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? What are you happy about? What's going well in your life at the moment? So this could be someone saying something nice to you earlier in the day. It could be that you had slightly more energy that day to go on a walk that's 10 minutes longer than you usually do if you're really struggling with energy. It could be something funny that you saw online just anything tiny and try and make it different every day because then that causes your brain to see more of that positive in the world. 
instead of just saying the same things day in day out i'm grateful for my family my house my my dog your brain's going to get sick of that over time so try and switch it up and this allows your it's called the reticular activating system the ras system in your brain to start finding more good things and more positives to be aware of it's like when you're thinking about buying a car you all of a sudden start seeing that car everywhere that you go and it's not that there's more of them on the road it's that you your brain is actually identifying them um, because it's something that you want so you can use that with the health stuff as well you can start reading more about these uh, miracles of people recovering from all sorts of issues like cancer and the, the the power of the brain so with that there's been people diagnosed with cancer and it's been wrong and they can in terms of like a placebo effect they can start to get really sick and end up dying and then they realize well the doctors realized that it was a misdiagnosis that whole time or again on the subject of cancer which is maybe not something that people are dealing with listening to this I'm not I don't know but they are given like a, a life expectancy and there's a like you've got three months six months a year and they die pretty much to the day because they've got in their mind that that is truth that's fact but we can do the opposite with that as well we can make more positive outcomes for ourselves and just focus on what we do want so instead of focusing on your symptoms focusing on what's working well what parts of the body are healing and thriving and just really checking in and your your routines morning and evening are probably the most important because this is when your mind your subconscious mind and your brain is more receptive rather than bang in the middle of the day when you're like busy at work how you start your day and how you end your day is the most important so you can maybe wake up five minutes earlier 10 minutes earlier do your gratitude have a proper evening routine as well where you're winding down for the day because you can it just makes sense if you wake up in the morning and you're all frantic you're rushed off your feet your first thought that you have is where do I have pain or I'm scared to look in the mirror because I'm going to have a whole new breakout on my skin or oh am I like if you're struggling with infertility or, or anything like oh I'm not pregnant another day's gone past or another cycle another ovulation's passed and it's not working how different is that than you being grateful and starting your day on a positive how you start your day really does influence the rest of the day to come so make sure it's in a calm relaxed grateful manner and then last thing at night before you go to bed if the last thought that you have is I'm never going to get better I'm so sick why me um oh I hope I don't feel bad tomorrow you can you can see how that's focusing on the negative and what you don't want in terms of the law of attraction and manifestation, the universe or whatever you want to say, God doesn't listen to you saying what you you don't want. He hears that as, or they, the universe hears that as, right, this person wants more illness. They want another bad day um, because that's what's matching their vibration at the moment. They're in a very low vibe. So we're going to like throw in more low vibe situations. Uh, a classic example is, when you're really rushed one morning and everything seems to be going wrong and then you just think oh I got up on the wrong side of the bed today so the whole day is a write-off but like that's not true at all you could literally in the moment switch your reality and just because you maybe woke up late and missed your alarm 
and then stood on a plug, stubbed your toe. Um, you dropped your orange juice all over the kitchen. You can see how that could spiral. And then the rest of the day, and for some people, like the rest of the week just becomes a negative because of that moment. But in that that moment, you could literally change it and just laugh it off, take a deep breath, focus on what you do want and think, oh, like I can change this right now and I can have a new reality as a result. Let me ask you a quick question. Where do you want to be in six months time? Do you want to be more energized, feeling comfortable in your skin again, excited for life because you finally started to see improvements with your health? Or do you want to still be frustrated and depressed because you're still struggling with symptoms that are taking over your life and stopping you from living to the full? If you want the first option, you have to do something different. After all, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result. If you're currently DIYing your health, meaning trying to heal yourself through researching, trial and error, and wasting a lot of money and time in the process, then you could actually be sabotaging your results. Would you try and fix your car yourself if it was broke and you didn't know what was wrong with it? No. So why are you trying to do it all alone when it comes to your the most important thing that we have, which is your health? Trust me, actually asking for help and investing in yourself saves you time, money and a lot of stress in the long run. I know you're probably not getting any answers or support from your doctor. I've been there too. But that's why I created my six month root cause relief package. This one to one package offers the highest level of support and transformation because you'd be working closely with me to help identify and address the underlying root causes of your health issues. Even if you're already eating healthily, taking some supplements, there's so much more to healing, so don't feel like you've tried everything. Let me help you figure out what's causing your stubborn symptoms which support and support your body in healing naturally, which in case no one has ever told you, is completely possible. Check out my website, which is linked in the episode show notes for more info. And there's also a link there to book in a free 20 minute enrollment call so that we can chat further about your unique situation and goals and see if it would be a good fit for us to work together. If you've been looking for a sign, this is it. Some people get into religion because of this. I I know a few practitioners struggling with chronic illness and religion has really helped them. I am, I'm a Christian, so I was christened, but I'm not a um, like practicing Christian and it, religion isn't massively important to me. But what is, is this whole like law of the universe, manifestation, law of attraction situation. So I believe there is a higher power and I believe there is energy um, and that we're energy beings and all of that. That's what I focus on. So if that resonates with you, if it's religion, if it's something else, it doesn't matter. You just need to have something and just so you can have a deeper understanding of what's going on and have something to, to turn to. Even if it's all placebo, like I'm totally open to the fact that this is all just like a load of rubbish, but at least it's helping me. But I do really believe something is like greater out there. Everything happens for a reason. There's always a deeper meaning. And I think that just takes the stress and the pressure off it overall. And if you don't agree, that's fine, but you've got to do what you've got to do. I also want you to get help. As I said, there's so many resources available. We're actually spoiled 
for knowledge these days. You can imagine even 10, 20 years ago, if you had some of these conditions, you would have had to go to a library and research or um, there's probably practitioners out there, um, but it was so much more difficult. But if we're constantly consuming all of the free content, if we just constantly spending our days, our hours that we finish work or before work or on the weekends, just researching, trying to gather all the information, read everyone's blog posts, everyone's podcasts, everyone's Instagram posts and highlights and just soak up all of this knowledge um, and trying to recover from chronic illness. And maybe you're a parent or you have a partner or you have a full-time job, you're trying to study. It's just too much. And if your car was to break down, you wouldn't try to Google how to fix it yourself because you know that that would be sometimes dangerous and it's so much better to outsource and go to a professional who can, yes, you have to pay, but they will get it done. They will support you. They'll answer any questions that you have. They'll give you peace of mind. And at the end of the day, you're either paying with your money or you're paying with your time. And time is our most precious and valuable resource that we have. And I could have sped up my process so much with the healing journey, not that I would change it for anything, but if there was a practitioner like myself who was very holistic, that's what I was struggling to find all those years ago, back on my healing journey. Maybe I wasn't looking in the right places, but I just couldn't find someone who was who was this holistic person. So that's why I've become that person for myself, uh, because I that's what I would have wanted when I was really struggling. There was people out there who it was just all about SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth. They specialized in that and I benefited from their information, but then they weren't taking into consideration the fact that I, I had mold exposure and major histamine intolerances, and my diet was already severely restricted because of all of those food sensitivities and more salicylate intolerance, oxalates, nightshades, FODMAPs. Uh, well, they, they would have been on the FODMAPs because that's connected to the, the condition, but and then there were other people, and it was all about the stress side of things. And if I just stress less and balance my nervous system, and worked on my trauma, that everything would be better. But that wouldn't have shifted the fact that I had a major parasite overgrowth and infection in my gut. So I have just become more of a generalist and taken a step back from really niching in and specializing in a particular area. And that's like the main business advice that people get, especially in the, the nutrition world, the online world, is to niche down, find an area of specialty that you want to work with and talk directly to that person. But when I was struggling with health issues, I had so many issues, so many symptoms. I had tons of hormone imbalances, but I didn't want to go someone, well, I wouldn't have benefited from going to someone who just specialized in hormones because I was so much more of a complex case than that. So I am kind of moving away from that advice of niching and it's never really resonated with me. So I've just followed my gut, my intuition, as I'm asking you to do, and become more of a generalist um, because I believe it's not just about the diet. It's not just about the physical structural piece. Um, it's not just about your exercise or your stress or your sleep or your minerals or anything like that. It's, it's a whole body imbalance a lot of the time. So that requires a whole body approach and not just on the physical realm, it's the emotional, spiritual, energetic realm as well. There are the people out there who are seemingly doing all the right things. They've been to all of the top practitioners, but in the back of their mind, they actually don't want to get better. 
and this is like a difficult thing to say because on the surface it may look like oh like of course I am like I'm doing all of this stuff but when you really dig down it's that they've been in this situation for so long they can't see a way out of it and they're actually scared to go back to quote the real world and out of this healing bubble where they're getting this attention and this support off other people and it would be too hard for them to go back to working a full-time job and meeting someone so they've kind of just accepted where they're at they've accepted their fate and they look like they're trying to make a shift but they're actually not they haven't made that decision and they're not committed enough to healing or there's the people out there with chronic skin issues and they're doing all of the physical stuff using the most expensive skincare routines taking all of the supplements and everything should work they've healed their gut they've detoxed their liver but for them it could be that they have this fear of being seen or they're they're wearing a mask they don't want to express who they truly are um and that's how the acne is manifesting. So I've really come to learn with my years of clinical experience and just my personal story and experience that there's always an energetic, emotional component. And I'm actually going to be doing some more training on that so I can help you all a little bit further um, over the next few months. Because at the moment, I've just been outsourcing to other people and like, here, read this book, have this podcast. So I've known about this stuff for years and years now when I've been talking about it, but I want to be able to actually help you process some of that stuff and have a, another tool and more resources to help heal because that can be some of the most important work and the stuff that really makes a shift in your healing journey. So please get help. Yes, read the books and get the knowledge if you really want to and listen to the podcast because knowledge is power, but it's only potential power. That's a, a Tony Robbins quote for you. Um, but if you have all of this knowledge, but you don't have an actionable plan, or you're not actually implementing what they say, or you're just getting too overwhelmed, and you're taking one thing for this problem, another thing for that, and everything's contraindicated, you shouldn't actually be taking them together. Or like with minerals, one thing you're taking is impacting your other minerals. So you're just going to make another issue like your thyroid worse, it just gets very complicated, unless you know what you're doing. And there's a big difference as well with practitioners so that there's maybe two practitioners who went to the same school, the same college, and one barely just scraped through. The other one was like top of the class, has done so many other CPD, um, continual professional development courses, um, lives and breathes this stuff versus the other person who just like sees clients. And we have the same title, same qualification, but there's a big difference. Um, that can be the same for like hairdressers or whatever you're doing, makeup artists. Um, but it's the paid stuff that always elevates the results. And there is an energetic aspect to this. It's because you're energetically exchanging and you're, you're telling the universe or God, again, whatever you want to say, that you're serious to committing to yourself. And whether it's me or whether it's someone else, it doesn't matter. But you need to get help, especially if you're struggling. You have been for a while. You're doing the basics, which I always want people to do. Like, there's no point coming to me if you're still eating McDonald's every day and you're not moving your body. So do that first, please, because it's just going to save me a job. But then if you're doing all of that and you're still struggling, please get help. And you can't expect to heal if you're just doing all of the free stuff, the free resources. Um, you need 
sometimes to just make that investment, make that energetic exchange. And so many people have actually said to me, when when they've done that, they automatically start to feel better. I hear that all the time. Like, oh, I've just signed up. I've just paid the invoice and I actually feel calmer. I actually feel happier and like I'm supported already, even though we hadn't even had one session at that point. It's just because they know that they're in a container now with someone who can support them and is going to be there for them for the next however many months or weeks. I also want you to give things time to work and reflect on them every so often. If you're chopping and changing what you're doing every other week, you're gonna you're gonna run into issues. You're not giving things long enough to actually work and then reflect in your blood work or your symptoms. For example, with restoring your deficiency or affecting your egg quality, which therefore impacts your ovulation, your menstrual cycle, and so on, that takes minimum of three months to make a change. It's not though that you have to stick with something for three months if if you just don't feel like it's working. Um, and this is how a practitioner can support you as well, because sometimes like you, you do have to give it months for it to make a shift. And sometimes you don't see that you are slowly improving until someone actually reflects that back to you. And the way that I do this is through um, scoring and monitoring symptoms. And it, it's very common that, let's say someone comes to me for the first call with chronic digestive issues that they've had for 10 years. They're still going to have digestive issues the second time that we have a call in in like six weeks later. And that's because it, it's going to take longer than that to undo decades worth of imbalances. But I should expect them to have some change. They're still going to have gas and bloating, but maybe it's slightly less. We do this by giving it a score and seeing how that changes. Or maybe the digestion's completely the same, but their energy's slightly better. Or their sleep or their skin is a little bit less inflamed. Those are also signs that it's on the right track. So it's not like you have to... It's not like there's going to be three months where you don't see anything at all and you have to just persevere and stick with it. If intuitively it feels wrong or you're having negative side effects that just won't go away and that the practitioners um, kind of confirm that that's normal to some degree, not that you should be in agony or really struggling, suffering with detox reactions, but there's some aspect of feeling a little bit worse before you get better. So I just wanted to make that point. But then the, the other thing's true as well. If you're scared of switching things up, if you've been taking the same stack of supplements for six months to a year and you still feel like crap, then you have to make a shift. And maybe not through self-researching this time, but actually going to someone who's going to tell you exactly what that supplement is, what it's doing, why you're taking it, instead of you taking magnesium for this, probiotics for this, um, vitamin D for this, look look deeper at what's connecting all of those things together. And I use supplements. I'm a big fan of supplements, so don't get me wrong, but they should be used for a specific reason. So you have this problem, take this product for X amount of time to make that change and then maintain on a lower dose or take it every now and again, or you can get this through food now. But sometimes if you have a really severe deficiency, just eating more food high in that mineral isn't enough. It's like trying to fill up an empty well. Sometimes you need to like really fill it up with a hose pipe rather than throwing a few cups of water in there. 
So it depends. And this can be based on testing. If you're severely deficient, you'll need to take a higher dose for a longer time. If you're mildly deficient or you're just trying to maintain, then you're going to take a smaller dose for a short amount of time. So it works both ways. Give things time, but also and not chop and changing every two minutes, but also don't be scared to switch things up. And if something's not right, make a shift. Don't be scared to stick with something. Like the whole quote is like, if you don't make a change, how do you expect something to um, make a shift? There's a better quote than that, but it's not coming to mind. Oh, it's like insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. That's a classic example, but also don't just be focused on one particular area of supplements, of diets, look at everything holistically, go back to the basics and make sure that you're addressing these first. And I always think there's maybe a handful of common root, real root causes that many of them are overlooked as well. So I'm going to cover them now. If you're struggling and you haven't looked into these, no one's ever mentioned them, this is probably the area that you're going to want to look into. Um, so the first one is stress and trauma. It affects all of us in different ways, um, in different like severity levels. There's big T trauma, things like abuse and neglect and rape and witnessing a murder or having a, a parent die when you're young. That's a, a big T trauma. They're the ones that we typically think of, but there's also little T trauma. And this could be that you were bullied as a child or you had a mum who was constantly dieting and made a comment once that you're looking a little bit chubby. Um, it could be that you moved around a lot as a kid, so you didn't really have any stability. Uh, it could be that you um, yeah, have some limiting beliefs around your health issues. I had some medical trauma from what I went through and some health trauma that I had to work through. Um, and I would consider that a little T trauma. It depends on how severe your situation has been. But I didn't let mine like, become my whole life. And I'm really mindful of that. I, I get asked all the time about my health history and what I've been through and all of that and I, I love to share it because I want people to know what's possible and sometimes hearing these like labels or conditions people can resonate with but I also don't want that to be my whole life uh, I don't want to keep talking about it every day because that puts me in that mindset like it's still happening and it's not I'm healthy now and I had to really catch myself in the past few years even saying things like um oh my acne or like my skin is um, prone to acne. And it, it's not, it's just that I was in balance beforehand. Um, and if I get one spot now, it doesn't mean that I had acne. It's a spot, it's a pimple. That little language change can make a big difference. Um, and even when you get a symptom come up, let's say you're on a, a positive path on your health journey for a few weeks or a few months, feeling really good, feeling positive, like everything's gonna work out, you're gonna be fine. And then you get a stomach ache. And uh, let's say you're recovering from IBS and years of um, digestive issues. Your brain will probably think like worst case scenario off the bat because that's what your brain does. It's designed to look for danger and identify that as quickly as possible to try and save your life. And it doesn't know the difference between a negative thought versus an actual threat in real life, perceived versus real stress. So you would have that stomach ache and automatically going to be like, oh my God, it's, it's coming back. Like I haven't fixed it. What do I need to do? What have I eaten? What supplements do I need to take? Or what have I been doing that caused this? Everyone every now and again has a stomach ache. It doesn't mean that anything's particularly wrong. Same with headaches or a breakout every now and again. 
Does it mean that you're going back? Definitely like check in, but from more of a curious mindset rather than a panicky, stressed, anxious state because you're just going to make the situation worse. If there's anything that we know causes health issues and symptoms, it's stress. So that is a big common root cause that I see, but most people only touch on it. They try a bit of meditation for a few weeks or join a yoga studio. Don't see any results, but that's a very surface level approach. A lot of the time, it's this deeper work that we need to um, go into. We need to rewire the brain um, from I'm no longer sick to I'm healthy, I'm thriving, or at least I'm in the process of becoming healthy. Not You can't really lie to yourself if you're bed-bound and full of rashes and feeling terrible and you look in the mirror and you say, I'm healthy. Like <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. Your brain's not going to believe it. Whereas if you say, I'm, I'm becoming healthy uh, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better, that, that you can believe, that you can get on board with. So these affirmations and things like um, visualization are great tools and I love them, but it's not everything. You need to go deeper a lot of the time and then they can be used as maintenance tools, but they're not going to shift huge blocks um, and decades worth of limiting beliefs, unfortunately. The second common root cause that you might want to look into, um, and I have lots of episodes on all of these subjects, but it would be the category of chronic infections. So whether this is parasite infections, um, can be something like Lyme and co-infections, a really common thing, something that affected me as well. And even dental stuff, hidden dental infections can be huge. So if you've got a history of dental problems, receding gums, pain, bleeding, um, but even you can be asymptomatic, so no symptoms, but if you've had a history of things like root canals, um, wisdom teeth removal, you've had braces, um, you, you snore, you have dry mouth, you have bad breath, always look into the dental stuff. Um, it's something that I'm exploring a little bit more over the next year as well, because I've had a history of like small, narrow um, jaw. And I've had five teeth removed. I think four of them were adult teeth. One was a baby tooth. I've had braces twice because my teeth moved back to the same place every time I stopped wearing my retainers. Um, so I need to wear them constantly. But after more research, it's probably probably because of things like my dental arch, my breathing patterns, um, my tongue positioning. So I want to work on all of that stuff just because I don't want to be a slave to my retainers for the rest of my life. So consider that for yourself if you haven't already. Um, you want to look into environmental toxins as well. This is things like heavy metals, mold exposure, um, really big deals, really common, can just really block the body from functioning optimally. Um, and again, lots of episodes for you to look into. And these aren't really root causes, but things like thyroid, low thyroid function, mineral imbalances, nutrient deficiencies can be common as well. Um, so you want to just keep looking, keep searching, make a list of things that have helped. So I took this supplement once and it, it helped me feel better. And then a separate list, what hasn't made me feel better, but just know that they may change over time as well. So what's working for you now might not work again. So constantly be adaptable, constantly be open to change. Um, and then listening to your, your body's guidance systems, like the internal GPS to tell you what's working. And some people do need to work more on that brain rewiring stuff. So that's why I'm, um, um, working on helping you with a little bit more because it's been a big thing 
in my history uh, with conditions like mold exposure and Lyme, even if you work on the infection or the toxicity, even if you move house and aren't exposed to mold anymore, for example, your brain can still perceive that you're in cell danger response. So you need to actually rewire the brain and the beliefs and the, um, yeah, the subconscious thoughts that tell your brain that everything's fine now and we can heal. So um, yeah, people have found success with brain rewiring before. Okay, I don't want to have this go on too much longer. Uh, I think I've said pretty much everything that I want to say, but feel free to reach out if you need help from me. If this resonates in any way, my one-to-one six-month package, Root Cause Relief, would be the most support. So you get a community aspect. You get access to me directly for six months. Email, um, there's a community group on Telegram that my clients support each other on as well. There's live group coaching calls. My whole thing is education as well. I don't want to be working with someone forever. That's not the goal. It's a good business model, but that's not my, that's not the way I want to be. I want to get you better as quickly as possible. And at the end of the day, it's your body that heals and it's you that's going to have to make the changes and do the work. But I want to be the guide and the support if you're ready for it, if you're open to it. So I offer the enrollment calls if you're not sure, you have a few questions, you want to chat first, then book in a call. The link will be in the episode show notes just so we can get an idea of like what each other is about a little bit more. I can ask you some questions. Uh, we can see if it would be a good fit. And I at least will have you leaving the call with some sort of direction, whether it's with me or with someone else or a different um, place to, to go and investigate. Um, but yeah, I, I want to let you know that I'm here to help you if you're ready to make a change and you're sick of constantly doing the work yourself and you just want to put the work onto someone else. And it's literally my job to tell you what to do, to guide you. I want it to be a collaborative experience. I'm not just going to like be telling you like do this do that if you're not open to it or if you have ideas things you want to try please bring them to me I'm completely open as a practitioner and want this to be an enjoyable journey as much as that might not feel like it's possible it is I want you to not wish time away and just like I'll be happy when I'm better like you can still enjoy the process and yeah just just remember that there is also going to be a group program coming um, later in the year. So in a few months time, I'm just thinking what's going to be best. I'm in the planning stages at the moment, but this is going to be mainly for general hormone imbalances, PMS, period problems, skin, mood, energy stuff. So if there's anything in particular that you really want to have me include or you have any ideas, please let me know. My DMs are always open. I'm at Viva Natural Health on Instagram. And my online courses are on my website. So I've got the PCOS Success Online Course. If you're struggling with polycystic ovarian syndrome, if you know that you have issues with mold exposure or suspect that you might do after a little bit more research, because um, it was a huge deal for me. I can't emphasize that enough, especially if you're dealing with really stubborn symptoms. Sometimes you just cannot heal until the mold is addressed. So that's my mold recovery course. And then I have my um, online course that opens every um, maybe a couple of times a year. It's called I'm Balanced. So I opened that early 2023. It'll be open again later this year, July, August at the earliest. So keep your eyes peeled. And there's a wait list form on, on the webpage if you want to be notified first when that goes live. But in that one, it will allow you to get access to a mineral test. So it's called HDMA. And then you can understand your test results and help to treat yourself 
quote, treats um, ongoing through that online course. So that is another option as well. Um, so yeah, the links to all of those will be in the episode show notes. But in summary for this episode, because I don't want it to go too much longer, I've actually got another call that I need to be on. But healing is possible when you believe that you can and when you really want it. It's definitely not a walk in the park. And it's probably the most challenging thing that I've ever gone through, but it's so worth it once you're on the other side. So use me or other people that you see online who have also healed as inspiration. And just to tell yourself, like if if Vivian can do it or if so-and-so can do it and figure it out, so can I, because I'm not any different. And I don't have any secret tools or anything that I'm withholding. It's everything that I talk about on the podcast, on my Instagram, the nutrition, the stress management, the mindset, the sleep quality, healing my gut, which all of those things might seem really overwhelming if you're just starting out, but you can do one thing at a time or hire someone who can guide you and just make life a little bit easier. So you don't have to figure it out on your own. So sending you lots of love, lots of healing energy. I hope this resonated with you and I wanna thank you all for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app, as this helps to support the show and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram. I'm at Viva Natural Health. And if you haven't already, check out my website, vivanaturalhealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one consultation packages if you want my top-level support, then more affordable group programs and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. If you're ready to change and get some answers but aren't sure which option would be best, take that first step today and apply for a free enrollment call on my website and we'll discuss the best steps for you to take in order to achieve hormonal harmony. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.